As leader, I am accountable. Accountable for what went well and accountable for where we fell short. I'm also accountable for where we failed in executing on our plan for Canadians. And I take that responsibility very seriously. I'm resolutely committed to reviewing every element of our campaign. Conservative leader Aaron O'Toole, after his first caucus meeting with his newly elected MPs yesterday in Ottawa, uh, under some pressure, as you know, there are some people within the group um, that want him to at least undergo a leadership review, if not be removed as leader, switch to somebody new as they head into a campaign. Um, other people saying, no, absolutely not. He, we need to stick with Aaron. He did okay. Um, certainly a caucus divided on that, but uh, we'll find out what happened yesterday. Bottom line, the caucus has an opportunity to give themselves the power to trigger a leadership review if they want or not. And they did. They said, yes, we will do that. They have the power now. Six-hour meeting. So let's get some insight. We're going to chat now with Melissa Cowett, who is a conservative strategist, consultant, and writer. She's been with us on the show before. Melissa, thanks for joining us again today. Appreciate it. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. So what do we take from this meeting? Aaron O'Toole came out and said his team is united. He feels secure, even though MPs had voted to open the door to a potential leadership review. So is, is he just putting on a brave face or are things all good in the Conservative caucus? I don't think so. I think that there's merit to what he said. There's clearly a lot of different ideas about his um, his status of leader within the party, and, and I'm sure that those will be fleshed out. But um, for listeners, I just want to you know emphasize the the things that the Conservative Party of Canada caucus voted on yesterday are things that every political party federally has the opportunity to vote on at the first caucus meeting following a general election. So they voted on things that are included in a piece of legislation called the Reform Act, which came into effect in 2015. And it allows every party to vote on four things, whether they're going to review or remove the leader, um, the election and the review of their caucus chair, expulsion and readmission of caucus members, and then an election election of an interim leader should that change. So really what they did is just voted in favor to have powers that every single political party can have. And I think that when we look at the situation, that is something that can sort of ease some of the tensions that are that are currently happening within the caucus. Because for folks who are a little bit critical, they can say, okay, we're going to take a step back, but we know that we have this in our back pocket if we wish to use it. Right. So they do have that lever to pull if they want to. But like you say, publicly even, his support seems really all over the place. Some say, no, absolutely, he needs to stay on. But um, we didn't hear any outright calls for his removal yesterday heading into that meeting. More talk about, we want an explanation about what happened and what we're going to do differently next time. So it seems like the caucus, even if they're not saying you need to go, we need to do things better. So this is just part of that process, right? Absolutely. And I should say, you know, this happens maybe not so publicly when electoral success is positive, but this is a very normal thing that happens within political parties after elections. And, and of course, you take um, a more a more serious look when, when the election results weren't what you had hoped for. But I think it's especially important that this process is happening because um, Aaron O'Toole as leader took the party in a very different direction than we have been used to with the Conservative mm-hmm. uh, Party of Canada. Um, I personally think that that's a positive direction, but I know there are a lot of different ideas about this. So, so now I think it, it is important that that caucus is coming together to 
um, review whether that worked and, and to look as well at the, the numbers and, and to look at the actual breakdown of, of what policies were supported, what, which were less popular. Um, because as you know, in our system with first past the post, it's like if you didn't win more seats, it's seen as not a success. Um, but I think they, they have to look at whether they did something, whether they did things that can improve their overall chances for next time, whether it's an issue of um, Aaron O'Toole's credibility on these issues, all those things are things that they have to look at, um, and especially now, because it was a new thing that they tried. You know, And Melissa, you make a really good point, because it's really hard to even come to a conclusion as to whether the Conservatives were winners or losers in this election, because you can take a look at overall vote. You can take a look at seats lost. You can take a look at all different kinds of areas. And whether you say Aaron O'Toole did a good job, you can point to gains made here. If you say he did a bad job, you can point to losses made in this area, specifically Alberta in many cases. So it's really tough to sort of characterize exactly what this election means to conservatives. Totally. And and to be clear, by the numbers, it does look like um, this was a losing strategy by all sort of objective um, counts because they had a lower percentage of the vote share, didn't increase seat count, and then there's a lot of theories about where that support went, uh, led to. A lot of people think it was the PPC. But what I'm looking at as well is, was this an election that actually prepares conservatives to be able to actually have credible conversations on things like climate change, on things like um, not raising contentious social conservative issues in the parliament. So I wonder as well if sort of qualitatively what happened in this election actually puts the party in a better place for the next election, because now it's not just hearing these things for the first time. If there is a degree of consistency that MPs and um, the leader can take into the next election, the party all of a sudden becomes more credible on these issues and they become, um, they, they, the ability for opposition parties to use them as wedges to yep. So, And that is the longest-standing issue when it comes to conservative politics provincially, uh, federally in this country, um, and I think that is the existential question facing conservatives, and Aaron O'Toole recognizes it, and as you said, you do, a lot of people within the party do, if we ever want to be elected. We have to continue this move slightly to the center. We're not saying we're going to go NDP here, but at the same time, that's going to cost us some of the votes on the farther right end of our party who are going to drop off because they think we're abandoning their values. It is a it is a battle between what the Conservative Party wants to be. Do you want to be elected, or do you want to adhere to some of those things that keep you from getting elected? Absolutely. And, you know, me, the, when I'm looking at it from the outside, I think there's a real opportunity to propose solid conservative solutions um, for progressive and modern day problems. And I think maybe where conservatives federally and provincially and elsewhere in the country have fallen short is that we sometimes forget to acknowledge that some of those things are an issue. We sometimes, um, we sometimes skip to being, um, being stuck in our, our sort of typical ways of solving things. And we're not necessarily looking at some of these other problems that have arisen. But I, I, I want to believe that there is still an opportunity for conservative solutions to those problems. And I think that's where the opportunity um, lies, not to become a liberal light or to be sort of not differentiated from other progressive parties. Acknowledging the things that we face as a, um, as a country in 2021 and beyond proposing conservative solutions that address those things 
but in a fiscally responsible, um, socially responsible way. Yeah, and we'll see if they can come up with a strategy to do that. Um, one last one. What do we think about Edmonton, uh, former Edmonton Centre MP James Cumming conducting what they're calling a 360-degree review of what happened? Um, James has been around for a while, very, very smart guy. Um, what do we expect uh, to come from that? What kind of things will he be looking at, and, and what will the outcome be? Yeah, so I can imagine that what James will do as part of his review is he will take all of that data that we're talking about, um, put it into a, a into an easily sort of digestible form, and he'll do a lot of interacting with caucus members, with supporters. He'll probably reach out to folks um, who are willing to talk to him that maybe went elsewhere. Maybe he'll talk to some folks that went to the PPC mm-hmm. or um, folks that went to other political parties, and he'll he'll try to sort of get to the bottom of what was motivating people's decisions. We see polling numbers, and that's. It's important to look at, but the why behind those numbers is really important in order to put solutions forward. And I think what he'll probably do is he'll look um, at the history of the party. He might look at, um, at, at where we've sort of come together in the past, um, and he might look at to other jurisdictions as well, how, how political parties have gone through similar things. Um, have come come ahead. So I'm really looking forward to that report. And I think that James, well, it makes me sad that this might um, mean that he can't run again in Alberta. I think he's the perfect person for the job. Yeah, I think he, he'll do a great job on this, no doubt about it. So ultimately, Melissa, the question comes down to, is Aaron O'Toole, is he safe or is his leadership threatened uh, within the next couple of months as they try and get uh, their house in order and get back on track for what will likely be another campaign within a year or two? His leadership right now is tentative because they have to go through all of these things. Ultimately, though, I do think that we will see Aaron O'Toole as the leader of the Conservative Party for the next federal election. Excellent. Okay. As always, great insight. Thank you so much, Melissa. Appreciate your time. Thank you. That is Melissa Cowett, who is a conservative strategist and a consultant and a writer.